Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here's your host for On The Mark, Joe McGranahan. Thank you and good morning. It's great to be back again on the air with On The Mark. With me today again is Steve Kushaloff as Mark Lawrence takes a week of vacation. And Steve, it's good to see your smiling face this morning. Always smiling, Joe. <laughs> well, not always. All, all i got to do is see you and it just <laughs> brings a grin to my face. Well, that looked more like a scowl to me, but mm-hmm. I'll take your word for it. It was a grin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on The Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us now at 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarkwkok.com or text us at 70236. On the Mark is brought to you by the company that sells Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln cars. Got any clue as to who that would be? You're right. You win. The Sunbury Motor Company. They sell them. Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln cars. They are the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks, and they're a master towing service with decades of experience. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspections, and nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m., and Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Check out their online specials and build a Ford car or truck to your specifications right online, and then get a price, and they'll come and deliver it to your house. That's all you have to do. Just sign up, and they'll take care of the rest. Well, Click on a coupon for the Works Fuel Saver package at the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Well, we have leftover business from yesterday. We have an emailer taking you to task and one for making what? a comment. Yes, one of our emailers says, Steve, you agreed with the voting the buffoon out of office comment. You lose all credibility when you stoop to name-calling. Mr. Trump has an extensive list of accomplishments for the American people, a fact that cannot be laughed off. I disliked Mr. Obama's policies, but never called him names or took personal attacks. To me, name-calling or personal attacks is childish and sophomoric and reflects the lack of integrity of the person uttering those remarks. Mr. Biden is certainly having mental confusion and a serious breakdown right before our eyes. He is to be empathized with and not scorned. I hold his wife and family accountable for allowing this man to be used for political gain. Right. So uh, first, the guy takes me to task. Now, number one, even he says, I did not, I did not call Donald Trump a name. Apparently, I agreed, agreed with, with somebody, somebody who called okay, him a name. Okay, that's fine. And then, and then five lines later, the guy says, Joe Biden is having mental confusion and a serious breakdown. Well, those aren't names. That's not calling him stupid. Well, it doesn't or, matter. That's that's nonsense. How about that? You, you don't think that's insulting to say to a winning uh, presidential candidate, mental confusion, a serious breakdown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Let's not uh, let's not play games. I mean, this guy. Uh, we can't use his name. I would know that. We can't use the man's name. But you know, this is uh, preposterous. He starts out by saying. 
don't don't agree if somebody calls Trump a name, and then five lines later he's uh, denigrating. Uh, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, well, there are many people who feel that Joe Biden is not uh, has lost a step. Let's put it politely, has lost a step in the last five or ten years. How old is he? He's seventy-seven. He's my age. Okay, he. You know, I will say Joe Biden once in a while have, might uh, look be looking for a word. Well, or I might, do that too, so I don't oh, fault Joe Biden okay. for that. Okay, well, I guess I think that's just a condition of being seventy-seven years okay, old. Okay, because you know I have told people, but they ignore me. Uh, you go back and you look at some videos of Joe Biden uh, as a younger man, and uh, you will see what Joe Biden is made of. But, you know, I will tell you this. I have thought this many times. Uh, Biden, he first uh, sought the presidency, I think, about 1987, 1988. Uh, that didn't work out terribly well. That was when the plagiarism issue came up and, and forced then, him out of the campaign. And then he ran again. Uh, I th- was it right after he? No, it wasn't right after he left the vice presidency. I think it was no, when he declined uh, to run. Then that was when right, right. Uh, it was back in the early 2000s when it turned into it was going to be a battle between Obama and uh, Hillary Clinton. I'm going to tell you this. I really believe this. Uh, Joe Biden will make a much better president now than he would have back in either 1987 or in the early 2000s, Um, particularly back in 1987. You know, Joe Biden, his uh, inspiration, uh, as it was for many people, was John F. Kennedy. And Biden... You know, as people like Bill Clinton and a few others, they they kind of saw themselves as the heir to uh, John F. Kennedy, wanted to be the inspiration, wanted to lead a, a young... Wanted uh, to be a dangerous womanizer? Well, we'll maybe we'll get on to that. That, thank goodness, was never an issue with uh, Joe Biden. Why? Because, well, it was an issue, never an issue with John Kennedy either because the media hid it. Well, maybe, but okay. Just as they're hiding many things today and to benefit Joe Biden and how they handled things during the campaign well, to benefit Joe Biden. And, and yet we saw when Biden first sought the presidency this year, there was a woman, uh, the name escapes me. Yeah, like, who did make a claim against him. Uh, but whatever happened to that? It got swept under the rug? Nothing no, happened. it did not get swept under the rug at all. It, got to, it, it comes down to what all of those things come down to. Uh, Whose word do you accept? It's a he said, she said kind of a deal. Yeah, exactly what it was when, when the uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh was being nominated. They drug something out from his high school years and tried to tar and feather him with it. And uh, you on the left, oh, this is horrible. The well, man's a rapist. And yet, He's and a yet, Joe, and yet uh, now Brett Kavanaugh's on the Supreme Court. But once again, Joe, I got to give you, you win the award on a daily basis, the Deviation Award. Not deviant. I'm not saying you're a deviant. Well, thank you for that. Okay, so we start out talking about Joe Biden in 1987, and now all well, of a sudden. Well, no, you brought up the subject of his uh, the no, I think allegation. That was what of, you brought uh, up. You brought up the subject oh, yeah, wait, of the was, allegation uh, about the woman. Yes, you brought and up. I John merely F. pointed out that I I merely right. pointed out that it's, it was Brett Kavanaugh. They drugged something out from high school, and everybody believed it. But nobody wants to believe that Joe Biden would molest somebody. Well, Joe, it comes down to. As it did with Brett Kavanaugh, he's it, uh, a question of he said, she said. And I will say this, there were uh, a number of very convincing individuals 
who uh, did look into it, including uh, a number of uh, women who, believe me, the particular women would, if there was uh, real smoke there, if there was real fire, would have crucified Biden. Uh, Biden even went, if you'll remember, on TV just to specifically address the issue. But let's get back to the thing we started to talk about, the point I'm trying to make. Go ahead, make it. Okay, that Biden will make a much better president today than he would have back in the late 80s or the early 2000s. Uh, I think he has uh, he has slowed down a little, which is, a, in this case, maybe it's a good thing. Uh, he doesn't feel the need to get uh, riled up and up in arms every time something is thrown out at him. I remember during one of the town halls, uh, one of the reporters threw a question out at him saying, what are you going to do if the Republicans just, you know, will not accept you? The Republicans in Congress will not accept you as president. And Biden just smiled and said, they will. They will. All right, but let's face it. Joe Biden has... He, well, it's hard for me to explain this in, in the, way I, the way I feel about it. I mean, I think he's a decent guy. Great. I, I do think he's a decent guy. And I thought Barack Obama was a good family man. You know, I think he loves this country. I don't doubt that Joe Biden loves America. I don't think he's a, a plant from the Chinese, although there are some people I know who do believe that's the case. But on the other hand, 77 is a, an age at which he's not likely to run for re-election. So I think if I were going to say he might be a good president, I could say that he has, at this moment, no incentive not to do what he thinks is right for the country, because probably he's not going to be either not going to be around for re-election, or his health will preclude him now, from running for re-election so in four years. Has, you're saying he had, because of his age, et cetera, that he has no incentive to do what is right. I no, think no, no. I'm saying he has every incentive to yes. do what's right, unless he wants to be a total, total to his party. I think he has. But what's he doing? He is flying in the face of Dr. Martin Luther King, one of his heroes, because he's looking to, he wants to make America, his his officer, his uh, administration sure. look like America. Yes. So we're going to find, we're not the best person for the job. We're going to find the best African-American right. person, the best African-American woman for the person, the best Native American woman for the person, the best Hispanic man for the position. You made your point. Joe, how many people live in America? Three hundred, About 330 million people. This idea, and it's such a cliche, we shouldn't look for the best African-American or the we should look for the best person. But you just so, said Jack Kennedy was your the hero, his hero, and Jack Kennedy tried to get, I will concede, the best people for the job, regardless of who they were or what they were. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what. I if you I never want to get in a car with you to drive somewhere because we could draw we could get in a car here on top of Blue Hill to drive down to Monroe Marketplace and you would take every single road that goes hither and yon. It would take us but two that, hours to get there. That's the point. You said, uh, I know you don't want to admit it now, but you said you thought Joe Biden would be a better president today than he would have a few years ago. Yes. And I'm telling you that I think a few years ago he would have looked for the best qualified candidate for the job, not the best, because we're now woke in this country. We have to do everything. Everything's based on identity politics. Okay. And not who you are or my, what you know, point. but who you are and what and who, what your contacts are. When, when you say we should pick the best person, number one, number one, 
as I said, we got 330 million people living in this country. So that's number one. So you're arguing that everybody is there's more than one qualified person for every job. Well, there's the there you go, Joe. It took you a while, but this time you finally. But that's got not to the that's target. necessarily the best person. In other words, you and I could both be qualified for a job, but you might be far superior at it than I am. But on paper, we're both qualified for it. Okay, maybe, but yes, but on the other hand, maybe two of us are applying for a job, and maybe both of us are equally uh, adept and, and can fill that job. I mean, if you get you get a room full of... But that's subjective of, at best. What do you, what do you mean? Uh, that we both could fill the job to, to the same and degree. Do well. yeah. That's subjective. You don't know that. I don't know that. You have to look... Your background and mine could be entirely different. I could look at your qualifications and say, this guy I'd like to hire because he has done this, he has done that. And this other guy, well, the similar similar experiences, but I'm going to give Mr. Mr. Kushaloff the benefit of the doubt. The simple fact is that there is always something a little different. There are no two identical people, no Maybe two identical qualifications. But there is a phrase out there, all things being equal. When you line up two people who are applying for a job and you you put their resumes next to each other, there is there is a very good chance that it will turn out that those two people are both equally able to do the job. Plus the fact you never know what people are going to be looking for. I remember a job that I applied for years ago, and I won't get into the details, but I was hired uh, not because of my credentials. or I was hired because of what I wanted to accomplish in that job. Because I tell you what, I looked at the resumes of the people, other people who had applied for that same job, and I thought to myself, wow, these are pretty impressive. And yet I was the one who got hired. One of the reasons I was hired. Well, you just made my point. It's subjective. Yes. You made my point. It is subjective. And so to say that uh, someone like Joe Biden or any president should pick the best person. But he has stated that he is not picking the best person. He is trying to make his his cabinet look like America. He has not said, I am not picking the best person. He has not said that. He has said, I am picking uh, a cabinet that will look like America. Uh, but well, what, if the, the, what if the woman he picks? What if there's a man who's better qualified? What if it happens to be a white man? A white oh, man or a black he, woman are up for the same job. How should we determine who gets that job? Should what, it be by their qualifications, their capabilities, or should it be by the color of their skin? And what if all, again, what if all things are equal and both the white man and the black but woman are equal? But in my, in my hyperbole, they are not equal. Or well, my hyperbole, see, my, my supposition, they're not equal. And that's where your supposition uh, is I'm saying the white water man, all over the place. No, I'm saying that over no here water. is a better qualified white man. Over here is a qualified black woman. Over here is a qualified Hispanic. Right. If we make the choice based on color, we are racists. And if all things, if they are all equal. But I'm equal, saying to you, they're not all equal, Steve. Not? They're never all equal. Well, sure. Why not? And it, again, it depends on what you want to bring to the job. And this is the final point, and, but I'm sure you'll argue against this, too. There is something. Do you, don't you think that a person's ethnicity, a person's cultural background, a person's geographic location uh, brings something to the job. I would think that a person uh, 
a, a black person, an African American, would bring a different set of experiences oh, to no a job. No doubt about that. Okay, but here's the thing: he hasn't said that. I here are the here are the things I'm looking for. These are the reasons why I believe an Hispanic man would bring more to this job than a white man or a black woman. Yes. He hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't spelled that out. He hasn't said what the criteria is that he's looking for. He's just said, "I want to make my cabinet look like America." That's and, what he said. What more do you need than that? Because well, you I'm, need considerably more than that. Know, Joe, I want to know that because how many times did the liberal left get on Trump? Oh, he's appointing these hacks. He's appointing these terrible people. They're all crooks. They're all this, you know. So if he, if he's going to be better, then he needs to spell out for us exactly what it is he's looking for and why this particular candidate is best suited for the job. So you had no I'm problem. Sorry. We got to take a break. <laughs> I know you hate that. We'll be right back. Give us a call. Join the conversation. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their prime to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Investing in your business, but not adding high-speed fiber? Bad decision. Like building a house with no air conditioning, hanging fuzzy dice from your rearview mirror, or getting three bacon double cheeseburgers and a diet soda. Don't be those people. Call Pentella Data and tell them you want real speed, as in the lightning-fast, ultra-reliable confidence only their fiber network can provide. Your employer will be so happy, they'll make bad decisions of their own. High-speed fiber from Pentella Data. The 2021 Honda Pioneer lineup is here to make light work of the job and add a heavy dose of fun to your day off. Every Pioneer side-by-side is stocked full of smart technology, responsive power, and Honda's hallmark of engineering excellence. The only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection, always wear your seatbelt, and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. COVID-19 affected many things this year, including regular vaccinations. Vaccines are safe, effective, and protect against serious diseases. Make sure you and your family are up to date on all vaccinations. Together, we can keep each other safe and healthy. Let's stay protected together. Get vaccinated today. For more information, visit health.pa.gov. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. Join the discussion about news, sports, and more by following News Radio 1070 WKOK on Facebook. You'll get breaking news updates, plus stories where you can weigh in with your opinions. Follow the news and let your voice be heard. Plus, win prizes on our Facebook only contests. Follow us on Facebook today and join the discussion. 
with News Radio 1070 WKOK. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Neil Kulong and the Steelers, Matt Leon and the Eagles. Today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. With me is Steve Kushaloff, and we're talking about President-elect Joe Biden's cabinet. And I want to read something to you that President-elect Joe Biden said December 19th. Today, we will make these the sixth African-American members of our cabinet, which is a record. After today, our cabinet won't just be one or two precedent-breaking appointments, but 12, including today's long-overdue appointment of the first Native American cabinet secretary. Already, there are more people of color in our cabinet than any other cabinet ever, more women than ever. Does that sound like he's picking the best person or like he started out with a roadmap of what he wanted and he picked people to fill that roadmap? No, it sounds like he's picking the best people and in, and, and they happen to he be doesn't in this say that. case in this case they happen to be African American he doesn't but, say we looked high and low to find the best people and this is who we found he doesn't say that I was uh, I was able to actually make one point before we went to break I made the point that when um, that when you have a group of people let's you know uh, th- that different cultures, races, etc., bring different experiences. So all things being equal, if you're trying to add diversity to the right. cabinet, you could pick that person. And that's what I. That's why I said oh, I he know. needs to spell out what it is that you know, ma- uniquely qualifies these people for the office, because otherwise, well, how do we judge? Well, and of course he's already said, do. as he already said to one citizen, "I don't work for you." And the other point that I would... Do we have a phone call? Yes, we do. Oh, I'll stop talking. All right, then. We'll start talking. You're on the mark. Well, I'm enjoying listening to you, except uh, what Joe does in uh, 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 debate is called, I think, a red herring, Steve. Mm. And there's so many red herrings out there with Joe that it starts to be slippery uh, when you try to walk. Herrings are slippery. Yep, herring slip. Yeah. Anyway, the way I called is I I really don't understand Joe's position here. That if if Biden doesn't say the exact words right. that Joe wants him to say, that he now thinks that Biden is uh, mentally a little lame. Oh, I didn't say I, that. I don't see that. I didn't say that then. I don't think Joe Biden is mentally lame. I said I think he slowed down a step, but I don't think he's no. mentally lame. No, but, Sam, oh, but you have said that accurate. in the past. What you I, said he stumbles around he and he doesn't speak well and he doesn't know where he is. He does You've said some that days. time and again. Then he doesn't some days, but some days I don't either. I'm saying <laughs> it's a condition of being 77 and, and years also, old. Also, when you were 37, you didn't either, Joe. But here's here's what I'm saying. Joe Biden has picked these people, and I have no problem with his cabinet picks at this point. I don't know these people, most of them. I know one or two of them, but I don't know most of them. But I think he, he has just said at the start that he wants a diverse cabinet that looks like the country. But he hasn't said what these people bring to the job. Why are they better for the job than somebody else who maybe doesn't fit their ethnic stereotype? That's all I'm asking. And I think if he I'm really asking, has criteria... I'm asking you, did you hire me? I can't remember for sure. Did you inherit the second, me? No, I, I, I hired you the second time. I hired are you, you hired me to, boy, why would you do that? How was I qualified to be a salesman? 
Well, as it turned out, way, as it turned out, you I weren't. wouldn't. I really wasn't. I, <laughs> I was tried said, hard. I was not good you, at you it. You missed it. I said it. As it turned out, you weren't. But I gave you, if you remember, well, it, I well, wasn't. Second, and you know that. Remember, and remember, Than, that I gave you a psychological profile called I forget the Caliper Inventory, and it said that you were an aggressive type person who would push for the sale. Now. They, they, it, it, you have those traits, but whether or not you can bring them to bear in a sales situation was the question. You couldn't. I had some other people over my career that I hired that passed that test with flying colors and turned out not to be great salespeople, but it was a way for me to try to determine who was best qualified for the job among the candidates who applied. That's oh, what I'm doing. Oh, jeez. I wish, I wish you would put that test to Donald Trump while uh, he was president when you uh, he would say the most unusually horrible things about people uh, you know even ted cruz uh his father did something and ted was and ted called him all kinds of names but now you're, ch- you're changing wouldn't you have wouldn't that test have picked out uh that maybe trump overdid the bad names and now the reason you hear bad names sometimes from Steve, sometimes no. from me, is because we got kind of inured to the fact oh, yeah. that it's bad to call people bad names. Well, the right. test I, I gave you only indicated whether or not you were capable of selling an intangible product. You know, per, Donald Trump has proved he's capable of selling an intangible product. You may not like the product, but he sold it. Uh, yeah, and, and the problem that I have is too many people bought it. Okay, but, but here, here, let's go back to where we started. And you, yeah, you know, Steve yeah. accuses me of driving down the road and taking detours. All yeah, I'm I, just, saying, I just read Herring, too. I realize I see. that. All I'm saying is that if Joe Biden is telling me that these people are the best qualified candidates for his criteria, I just want to know what his criteria is. So far, he hasn't named an attorney general. He says he wants somebody of outstanding integrity. I, I won't disagree with that. I think that's the case. But, you know... Is he going to pick the best qualified candidate for the job or the best qualified this candidate or that type candidate or the other type candidate? I just want him to pick the best qualified candidate, whatever it is, because and Dr. King has said that he hoped that we'd eventually reach the point where people were judged on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. It seems to me like we're going back to judging people in identity politics by the color of their skin. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering uh, when you turn, turn on your television and watch, the news do you sometimes get a little bit of a feeling my goodness there are a lot of brown and black people talking to me from that screen no, compared I think there are to people talking 30 to years me. ago the people that i've seen in the media that i like and even those i dislike i think are there because they are they do a decent job i, I think, think they so too because job. they were hired <laughs> and did a better job than you as we were conversing before but they were hired by somebody who said this person will take care of our bottom line we'll make more money because Joe McGranahan no. is the anchor of the six o'clock they, they news. Might say Not whether he's black, white, or or Hispanic. Well, come on, Than. You're, you're assuming that the judgments are made based on that. You know darn well in the media they're based on ratings. So somebody might say, listen, we need to attract the black audience. Let's get a black anchor. Nothing wrong with that. It's a business decision. And, I, and it's a valid business decision. But here we're talking about the United States of America and the long-term best interests of the country. And I think they are best served by making sure that we don't put racial or ethnic or religious criteria in the mix. Want to find the best person. 
but on the other hand, uh, you excuse, or maybe you don't, I'm not sure, the current president uh, uh, of putting people on the various cabinet levels who not only has nobody ever heard of, right. but we happen to know that they were a, a haberdasher in Kansas, you know, not necessary qualified well, the last for the job. The last haberdasher that won high office was a guy named Harry Truman. He turned out oh, to be I well know. qualified. Oh, I know. I used that purposely. <laughs> hey, we're out of time, Than. Always fun talking to you, buddy. Have a nice Christmas hey. if I don't see you. Hey, good Christmas to you and Take Steve care. as well. Thanks, Than. Thank you, Take man. care. We'll be back after the break. We invite your calls and participation of the program On the Mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. This is WKOK Sunbury, and the musical drumming is my friend Steve accompanying the break music. We'll be back after the news on WKOK Sunbury. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Eggland's Best. I'm Vicki Barker in London. $600 checks on their way soon to millions of Americans after Congress approves a new COVID stimulus bill. CBS's Nancy Cortis reports. The stimulus checks will go to individuals who make less than $75,000 a year or couples making less than $150,000. 600 more per child means a family of five will get $3,000. I would like them been bigger, but they are... Uh, significant. There's also 25 billion to help renters, 13 billion for food stamps and child nutrition benefits, and 10 billion for child care to help parents get back to work. Plus $300 a week jobless benefits for the next two and a half months. And the Commerce Department has just reported that the U.S. economy grew by a record 33.4% in the three months ending in September, fueled largely by the first $3 trillion stimulus package. Coronavirus, two vaccines now in circulation. But as CBS's Cammy McCormick reports, how they're administered is all over the map. Some states like New Jersey have had to push back the date for vaccinating residents and staff of long-term care facilities. The state's health director. The information about anticipated doses and shipments of both Pfizer and Moderna keeps changing. In Kentucky, where two-thirds of the death toll occurred at assisted living or nursing homes, the vaccinations have begun. Governor Andy Bashir. Every week we do not vaccinate our long-term care residents we lose them. But in some states like Idaho, those vaccinations may not begin until late January. There's evidence public resistance to the vaccine is softening. A new poll says support for taking a vaccine has doubled since October to 46%. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar telling CBS this morning he and other health officials are being vaccinated this hour. For me, for Dr. Fauci, for Dr. Francis Collins of the NIH, and for others out there as leaders, it's really important that we demonstrate our confidence in the vaccine. It's bad the red tide to Florida waters. Red tide conditions have been reported between Naples and Fort Myers along the Gulf Coast. Brandon Krause was on the beach in North Naples. I saw a lot of dead fish on the beach. I actually stepped on a dead catfish. Uh, two days ago, I was coughing pretty bad and sneezing. Large fish kills have been reported in some areas, but beachgoers like Krause say they're seeing improvement. Haven't caught, haven't sneezed, so... It's good. Toxic algae blooms are always a concern. A massive red tide decimated southwest Florida's tourism and fishing industries two years ago. Fish and wildlife officials say they're watching this one carefully. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. This is CBS News.
These days, better nutrition and stronger immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more, so we can all be at our very best. Only Eggland's Best. Introducing Canada Dry Bold Ginger. It's not your grandma's ginger ale. I know because I'm not your grandma. I don't pressure you to get married. I say play the field all you want. And I drink new Canada Dry Bold Ginger with an extra kick of real ginger taste that would blow the bingo cards out your grandma's bag. I drink it while watching backyard wrestling. There's more on the line when the wrestlers don't have insurance. (sighs) New Canada Dry Bold Ginger, not your grandma's ginger ale. I'm Dr. Stork. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. Compared to ordinary eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D and ten times more vitamin E, all helping you maintain a strong immune system and better overall health. Plus, you get all that farm-fresh, delicious taste. These are no ordinary times, so why choose an ordinary egg? Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. The coronavirus is even changing why we go to hotels. It used to be we went to hotels to escape work. Now some of us are going to hotels to escape to work. Hi, it's new Office for the Day program features perks like use of the hotel's pool, discounts at the restaurant, and the Headspace meditation app on the room TV. Visualization can seem like a rather... Senior Vice President Asad Ahmed. It's an opportunity to go into one of our hotels um, and basically use that space to work for the day. You can come in from 7 a.m., until 7 p.m., we've got uh, 400 plus hotels around the country. Guests also get free high speed internet. Rates start at $65 plus tax a day. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. And finally, a New Zealand village, which is home to a rare breed of seabird, has begun switching off all its streetlights in order to stop the baby birds becoming confused and crash landing onto the road. I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, 
Joe McGranahan. Thank you, and welcome back to the program. With me today is Steve Kushaloff. Our producer is Rob Center. Give us a call at 1-800-795-9565. Rob will politely answer the phone, take your name, what you want to discuss, and he'll put you through to us, and we'll have an exciting, vibrant program. And again, our toll-free line is 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us, as several people have done, at 70236. On the Mark is brought to you again by the Sunbury Motor Company where they sell Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln cars. They are the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks and a master towing service with decades of experience. So if it's automotive and you need it, they got it. Sunbury Motor Company, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, 4th Street in Sunbury. Stop by and see them today. Checking our news headlines this morning, a Liverpool man was arrested and charged with robbing the CVS pharmacy inside the Target store at Monroe Marketplace in Snyder County on Monday. State police say 36-year-old Eric Shingara approached a pharmacist at the store around noon, placed a plastic bag on the counter, and demanded prescription medication. Troopers say when the pharmacist did not act immediately to his demands, he pulled out a knife. The pharmacist told Shingara she had no access to what he was demanding, so he fled the scene in a vehicle. Shingara was arrested at his home last evening. He was arraigned and bail was set at $30,000. No injuries were reported. Over 15,000 new statewide COVID-19 cases have been confirmed in the last two days, including 305 new Valley cases. In its daily update on Monday, which includes Sunday, the State Department of Health confirmed 15,100 new cases, with a total over 563,000. 61% of those patients have recovered. 156 new deaths have also been confirmed in the last two days, and the state death toll is over 13,900. Statewide hospitals Hospitalizations are just under 6,100, including over 1,200 in the ICU and over 700 in the state on ventilators. Some changes have been announced as snow removal continues in Sunbury. Jody Ocker, the city administrator, announced the following on Monday. Tomorrow, the 22nd, starting at 7, that's today now, Tuesday the 22nd, starting at 7 a.m., the Department of Public Works will be removing snow on 2nd Street, north and south. Vehicles must be removed from 2nd Street before 7 a.m. If you didn't do it, you're in trouble, or they'll be towed at your expense. Uh, and a plan for Wednesday, December 23rd, starting at 7 a.m., to remove snow from Wolverton Street, 11th Street, and Edison Avenue. Warnings are being issued today for sidewalks that have not been cleared of snow and ice. It, if not cleared by tomorrow, tickets will be issued with a fine of $25. That's our look at the news headlines this morning. We're back in the program. We've been discussing Joe Biden's cabinet picks and whether or not the criteria he's using for them are valid or invalid or open for discussion. Right. And Joe, you keep on saying the, the issue is you've got to pick the best person for the job. I can tell No, that's not exactly what I said. What I said was if yeah. he's going to pick somebody with specific criteria in mind that make them, in his opinion, the best qualified candidate, he should enumerate those yes. qualifications. Okay, so uh, let me make my first point first. Uh, it's not a matter of picking the best person for the job. It's a matter of picking an outstanding person for the job. As I said in our last segment, when you've got 50 people and any one of them, and they are, they are all qualified, more than qualified, they all can do an outstanding job, and they're all equal, which is possible, although you deny it, then 
you pick you you can pick one of them. Now, one of the p- people that Joe Biden picked, uh, an individual by the name of Lloyd Austin. Uh, he is Biden's uh, selection for Secretary of Defense. As it happens, Lloyd Austin is an African American. So, now. And you, a military, a general in the United States right. Army. Right, and so you claim that Joe Biden won't say anything about why he's picking people. Biden went to the Atlantic magazine, a very uh, well-respected uh, publication. The article says, why I chose Lloyd Austin. He says, we need a leader who is tested and matched to the challenge See, I'm that not arguing. That's exactly what he, he spelled out, what factors right. indicated that he why he chose them for the job. Yes. But he hasn't made it clear that nobody else could fill that job. What well, if it was Pete's a Republican? Sake, what what, God forbid, what if a Republican was the best, absolute best qualified you know, candidate I, for that you job? Know, it's, it's like, it's kind he of said like, he wants a national unity cabinet. It's kind of like Fan said when he called. It's like, if everything is not spelled out for you, well, Joe... Well, didn't he say he wants a cabinet that reflects America? Aren't there Republicans in America? And he may pick Republicans. Well, he may, for (laughs) heaven's sake, John. It may snow tomorrow afternoon, too. It may (laughs) snow tomorrow afternoon, and we've got to be ready. You know, Barack Obama picked, uh, who is the uh, Secretary of Defense? That was a Republican. Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think of his name. I want to say Bill Gates, but no, No. it's not Bill Gates. I don't think it was Bill Gates. And I think... uh, Might have been. Who was the individual who chose uh, Senator William Cohen, I think, for Secretary of Defense? I didn't want to put too fine a point on it. I'm just saying simply that I think in this age of identity politics, when you announce that, you know, you're so proud of the fact that you have chosen the largest number of people of, and there's nothing wrong with this, of color and uh, Native Americans and uh, women. Yes. Okay. Then why, why, what made them uniquely qualified for their positions? And was it just, he made it sound, I'm saying he makes it sound like the only reason they were picked was their color. No. And let's face it, does Pete Buttigieg have any knowledge of transportation? And we we covered that yesterday. Well, we didn't I guess cover it. You well, just we, said, well, maybe he drives a lot in Texas. So I don't think I said anything <laughs> even close to that. Now there is another thing here, and this uh, this goes back to the whole debate over affirmative action. And my gosh. People like yourself were just up in arms oh, over no. affirmative Initially, I favored, action. Initially, I favored affirmative action because the playing field wasn't level. But once the playing field through laws got level, yes. I stopped supporting it because now I think, you know, to say that a, a person of color can't succeed after the playing field is level, I think is demeaning to them. I right. think they certainly can succeed. Okay, so one reason, that, one reason for affirmative action, one reason for selecting people of uh, whether it's a different ethnicity or race etc is so those who are coming up the ladder have something to uh, something to emulate something to aspire to for instance now let's just continue to use Lloyd Austin as Secretary of Defense African-American that Biden selected if you're going into the military as a young man or young woman and yet, as a perhaps you are an African American, and you see that nobody above a certain rank is an African American, you've got to tell yourself, well, I guess there's nowhere for me to go. That's I guess this this is as far as I'm going to reach. But when you see that an African American actually reaches the pinnacle of a defense position, you say to yourself, as an African American going into the military, you say, boy. 
I can reach for the absolute highest rung on the ladder. But ironically, today a study was released showing that minorities in the Air Force have not fared very well, that they consider themselves less likely to get promotions, less, more likely to not be given the benefit of the doubt if they make a mistake. Often it becomes one mistake is career-ending, and the be. Air Force admits it needs to do a better job. Oh, so, I yes. mean, there I think there's introspection. If, if you look at yourself and say, all right, I need to do a better job, that's fine. But what about all those black people that got in there and were denied an opportunity? When you, when you, when Isn't you, it just as harmful in that direction as it is beneficial in the other? When you talk about a poll, and, and you know, if I'm an employee, uh, if I'm an employee of almost anywhere, and I am polled and saying, are you treated fairly? Chances are I'm going to say, you know, let's see, I'm not the boss. I could use a raise. I'm going to answer that. No, I'm not treated fairly. Now, I haven't seen that poll, Joe, so I really can't speak to it or criticize it. But uh, just because you can cite a poll that says uh, Well, Latinos, I was on the news this morning. I'm not citing it. I'm telling you what I heard on the news this well, morning. Well, I'm sure you did. And, you know, unfortunately. On this station, as a matter of fact. Well, golly, Ned, Joe, <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to get up early and pipe. It said CBS, the home of original reporting. I guess they may have they may have made it up, Steve. I'm not certain. I'm not. They probably <laughs> did not make it up. It's, it, there may be some. It's, it's probably a very worthwhile poll. But just because you can cite a poll that says Latinos think that they have not been able to rise to the top in the Air Force, it doesn't necessarily make it so that they cannot rise to the top. What it makes it so is that the people who were questioned believe that they cannot rise to the top. Well, there may be some merit to that. Oh. I'll have to think about it for a minute. Wow. One of our email our texters says, The Atlantic Magazine is a rag, not worthy of lining a birdcage. The Secretary of Defense candidate is a general, yes, but from what I hear, he is... I'm not familiar with that word. Oh, he is focused on the dangers of terrorism, which is a problem. All right, focused. All right, there we go. There's the D's on another line. Thank you for catching that. Focused on the dangers of terrorism, which is a problem, but has no experience with the monumental threat of communist China, which is an ongoing threat to this nation. You buy that? Well, I'll tell you what I buy, and I'm sure this will not surprise you. This uh, particular uh, individual who texts us all the time, I'm not sure why he, if he feels this strongly, I'm not sure why he doesn't just call in. Well, because we accept texts, too. Yes, I know we do. He may not be available to get to the phone, may have a minute to text something, might be working on his computer, has a second. Yeah, but you know that's not the right answer. But we'll go go (laughs) along with that. You know, I I don't know. All I know, I've got an... As far as the Atlantic, what am I supposed to do? Respond to all of this? First, I have to defend the Atlantic magazine, which this particular individual doesn't particularly like. So you talk about subjective. He doesn't like the Atlantic. That's great. This guy wants to read Newsmax and OAN Network and QAnon. That's fine. You forgot Breitbart. You let Breitbart out. Oh, that's right. He can read Breitbart, (laughs) and then I'm sure he'll be very happy. I would say... uh, I'm going to stick by what I said, that the Atlantic is a very well-respected publication. Well, here we go with somebody you might agree with. Well, here we go again. The Republicans complained that the Democrats the same thing again. Yeah. So I'm talking about, I guess, about cabinet appointments. But, you know, the Democrats did all get very much up in arms about Trump's cabinet appointments. Now, I think that Trump did a terrible job in many respects of picking his cabinet appointees. Because they didn't last. You know, I, I feel I like stability in a, in a 
in my country. I like it in a lot of things. Maybe I'm, I'm not a change agent, but I like stability. I think people who, who are there, who know the job, who can do the job, you work with them rather than kind of th rather than creating a revolving door because there's a learning curve in anything you do, and why would you want to constantly be retraining people or you know going through the motions well, sure, of bringing sure, them up sure. to speed again? So I I don't think Donald Trump did a very good job in some of his cabinet picks. Is that because he deliberately set out not to do a good job, or because maybe his political inexperience, he maybe put too much confidence in people that he thought were were um, going to be capable? Right. Maybe he didn't like the fact that they disagreed with him. I don't know. They keep, keep hearing people on your side of the aisle saying he's uh, he wants nothing but yes men. Oh, I hear him say now, he doesn't. Sure. So I mean, uh, we're already we earlier you and I talked about uh, William Barr and how he has kind of broken with Trump in the last. Uh, Gosh, in the last several weeks. Right, we talked about that off air. So. Yes, and uh, so now Bar uh, Trump is—he's going to have to replace Barr because Barr is leaving. Well, I'm sure uh, he'll just tomorrow. take whoever his understudy was to fill out well, the 30 days or whatever. There's still a name. Uh, there is a name. The name yeah, escapes me. Yeah, I heard me. it this morning. I forgot it too. And let's see if that attorney general doesn't uh, go along with Donald Trump and impose martial law like Trump is now thinking about. No, come on, he's I'm, not thinking about that. It may have been discussed. Somebody may have brought it up. Somebody no how one, about, uh, no Michael one, Flynn brought it up. Michael, well, that doesn't mean he's going to listen to him. No, but Michael, <laughs> you know, Michael Flynn, if you want to remember, was the former national security advisor, and here he is the guy who supports martial you, law. Do you think that the American people would stand for that? I you don't. Know, in the last four years, Joe, so many things have come up, and we have always said, oh, no, that would never happen. Because when was the last the, time martial law was declared in this country? I, I'm sure never. you'll tell. Never. Okay, well, <laughs> there's always a first time, Joe. I mean, there have been places where martial law has been, but never in the country. Okay. Al, you're on the mark. Good morning. What's the, for uh, you guys, what's the top job you can reach in the United States, you would say? Where the most approval and uh, people had to elect you, what would be that job? Uh, chef at a restaurant where the food is good. <laughs> How about President of the United States of this here? Well, that would be America. second, but go ahead. <laughs> well, who was in there last, and what color was he? Barack Obama. He was mixed race. That ought to solve this argument because when that happened, I thought, you know, it's all over. This racism is all over now. Every black person in America knows they have just the greatest shot at being president as anybody else. It's over. The reign of the white man is over. We got a black man in the pres as president. Things are going to be great. This is. This is a new beginning. And I don't know what happened to that dream, but that's really the way I felt. And I had the McCain fight camp, and I also hosted Obama in my two commercial buildings side by side. And, uh, you know, I was all into that at that point, and it just kind of fizzled away. And, and your argument this morning is all about example of where you can go and what you can do. Uh, as long as you're qualified and you're number one. And I always said, when I was a kid when they started this, I said, well, just take that part off the application. Where they ask you if you're white or black or what color, I think that's offensive right there when you're going for a job. I don't think it should matter. And it shouldn't be known. Um, and if it is being known, then it's not fair because somebody is going to be racist that might be making that decision and that's going to weigh on that. But if you don't know and you're just going by the qualifications, 
that should really end this argument. Well, I can't disagree with you on that. I mean, I, I don't think that people's race should enter into whether or not they're qualified for a job or whether or not they get a job. I mean, my whole argument forever has been that we need as a country to level the playing field. And once the playing field is leveled, then we need to make sure that people have an equal opportunity to rise and fall on their own merits. That's what I'd like. That's what I believe the American society should be about, not boosting people up artificially or holding them down artificially, but making sure they have a chance and a fair chance. Suppose, suppose and, that, and taking that one question off the applications would do it. Well, I don't know about that. So you'd have to go by your grades. You'd have to go by but if sooner, you're a fresh but, out of school. You'd have to go by your grades and what you you studied in college or but, but Al what sooner Al. Al, sooner or later, you would have a personal interview, and the color of your skin would become a matter of record at that point. Well, yeah, but you... And some people, some people might make a decision based on that when they see the color of your skin, and that would be wrong, but that could easily happen. And that's what Joe Biden is doing by saying he's being racist just by pointing out that he picked a bunch of black people for his own. I think that's racist just mentioning it. He shouldn't really be worried about that. He should be worried about the qualified person like you've been arguing. Well, this is identity and, politics at its worst. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he is. He's a big old creek swamp, uh, swamp creature, <laughs> and he's been there way too long, and uh, his, his, his prime time has come and gone. Well, I don't know about that, and Steve's about to explode, so Steve? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, uh, I, I'm sitting across from the table here from a guy uh, who is uh, who told me he was 77, so I guess this will be Joe's last day on the air, because apparently, uh, according to Al, you get to that age and your your well, time has come Santa's and gone. Huh? Even Santa's retired. Even Santa's retiring at a certain time, and then he passes the baton. That was a movie. Al, come on. Now that's a movie. That's well, not real life. Pass, I'm saying you pass the baton on at some point. Let me, let and me, get to that point is just a, a wonderful point in your life, too, okay. I believe. Let me ask he you a question. Be it easy. Joe let, should be taking it easy. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Uh, you raise a very good point with this idea of passing the baton. So uh, I don't know what your politics are, and I, it's immaterial. Uh, in the Democratic primary, though, who should, who should Joe have passed the baton to? Uh, there wasn't really uh, a young guy that impressed me that was, you know, came up through the ranks that was running at that point. Right. That you know, I felt all along that uh, Joe Biden had the best chance as a Democrat of winning the election, which is that's why, why that's why they picked him and they got behind him and always said it was the Big D, and he's the best representative right now from the Big D. But I think the last time they picked the Big D was the black guy Obama. I thought that was absolutely the best thing for this country at that point right. and it didn't seem to come pan out that way and i don't know i can't see and i see the separation is just getting to a boiling point and i wish there was some way we could get past it yeah well that's what joe biden is trying to instill this idea of unifying he's trying to uh, as he puts it lower the temperature uh, uh, he does when when things are being said he doesn't uh, 
get upset about it, even this whole voting fraud thing. He did address it uh, the other day after the Electoral College voted, but for the most part, he has ignored this whole... Uh, well, he's like a duck. He's letting it all roll right off his feathers, which is good, and that, that's a sign of age and maturity. And, and I'm going to be praying for him just the way I prayed for Obama and the way I prayed for Trump, because he, I live in the best country in this okay. world. Well, we've we got to take a break here, Al, so we'll give you, give you the last word. we got to go to a break. So anything in well, summation? I, I think your Santa Claus does a wonderful job, and uh, <laughs> I enjoyed the show last night. He's he not our Santa Claus. He's and, everybody's Santa Claus, Al. Thank you for calling. 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number. We have two me emails, one on each side of the issue. We'll get to them after the break. We invite your calls. Text us at 70236 or email us at onthemark at wkok.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. We live such fast-paced lives. We're always so busy. The holiday season can get really wild. It's stressful, but exciting at the same time. And Giant makes it possible because you have access to everything that you need. Their produce is wonderful quality. I can just pop open the Giant app and add something to the shopping cart. It takes the chaos and makes it manageable. To sit down and eat together, that's what it's all about. Giant, for today's table. Start earning your free holiday hand. See store for details. I'm back. Brewer's Outlet. Brewer's Outlet. Brewer's Outlet. Bud 30 packs 16.95. Bud 30 packs 16.95. Bud 30 packs 16.95. Or maybe a Molson 28 pack for just 19.95. Imports, microbrews, soda, snacks, hot sauce, and of course, the pickle bar. Have a friend? Need a present? How about a Brewer's Outlet gift card? Merry Christmas to all, and thank you for the many years of patronage. News Radio 1070 WKOK wants you to know about the people and organizations that help make the Susquehanna Valley a better place to live. The United Way fights for health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. Hi, I'm Kristen Moyer, Chair of the Board of Directors at the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way. Please consider making a donation to the United Way campaign this year, because change doesn't happen alone. To live better, we must live united. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Any opportunity I get to spend with Chris Wheeler, I jump at. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that he somehow got this reputation that he was a disruptive influence on a baseball team. Nothing could be further than the truth. Come on, you're, you're mentioned with Hank Aaron, and you're not in the Hall of Fame enough. The Steve Jones Show, 3 to 5 weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK.
Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. With me is Steve Kushaloff, our producer's Rob Center. We invite your calls at 1-800-795-9565. On the Mark brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. 4th Street in Sunbury, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Text us at 70236. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com, as my friend Tom has done. He says, listening to Joe is like watching a dog chasing his tail. My sympathy, Steve. Thank you, Tom. Excuse me, i got to run around here and catch the end of my tail again. It's just gotten away from me all the time. And on the other side of the aisle, Dennis says, not sure, Joe, how you do it every morning that you are on. First, you are told that you uh, deviated every turn when you are simply laying out your perspectives. Then you are called a slippery red herring. Again, name-calling. I simply empathize with Biden as so many are mocking him and making light of his gaffes. He has all the classic symptoms of early dementia. And yes, I have worked with this for many years. Steve took empathy and twisted to name-calling. I don't know how you do it, Joe. Signed, Dennis. Thank you, Dennis. Four question marks. I don't know how you do it, Joe. Question mark, question mark, question Boy, oh boy. There's your best buddy right <laughs> right there. Uh, I, I have, I've been watching Joe Biden for the whole last year, and uh, Dennis, uh, can we mention his name? Are, are we allowed to Yeah, he signed his? it. Okay. Um, you know, how this guy uh, qualifies as saying that Biden shows all the signs of early dementia, I don't know. Uh, he may he may have a medical background. Maybe he does. Uh, I'm sure I can go to other people with a medical background. Uh, I've seen Joe. Um, we know about the stuttering issue, which is interesting that he he managed to keep that under wraps for a long time. I never knew that he had a stuttering issue. And it's true. When I have heard him speak, um, Maybe he's not. Uh, occasionally he will stumble over a word. Occasionally he will search for a word. But when it comes down to knowing, when it comes down to knowing the nuts and bolts of the federal government, when it comes to knowing uh, issues related to foreign policy, uh, I guarantee you, I there, there's nobody better than uh, than Biden. Oh, I dispute that. I well, think okay, I'm sure you would, Joe. I <laughs> kind of went out on a limb there. Well, I think he, I think he is certainly qualified to be president of the United States. Uh, he maybe maybe I should change that to say he was qualified at the height of his mental capacity. But to the extent I'm 77, I wouldn't want to be running for president. I wouldn't like. Can you imagine the pressure that will be, will be put on him? Oh, sure. I mean, you know, to try and make those life and death decisions every day. For somebody of that age group, it isn't the easiest thing in the world. Okay, and they always say uh, that the presidency ages you, and it'll be, you know, when you've look got Look at a, Barack Obama when he went in office and when he came out. His I hair know, was look, gray and now, white. Yeah. But, <laughs> Very you know, distinguished our, looking. Our now. last caller, uh, Al, used the words uh, wise and mature. He, uh, in reference to Biden, he made the point that Biden is wiser and more mature than he was in previous years, which, again, if you'll recall, I had made the point, I think Biden will be a better president now than he would have had he been successful when he ran for president before. All right. But let's face it, his choice for vice president doesn't instill a lot of confidence in Republicans. 
you know, I, I could I could live with Joe Biden, but Kamala Harris is not exactly someone who has demonstrated to me that she is ready to take over the office of president of the United States. Right. And again, we've got to put everything in context. You're also Tulsi Gabbard was the Democrat who you supported for president. I liked so, her. Yes. OK, so if, if your bar is Tulsi Gabbard, then sure, Kamala Harris might not be the number one person you would pick. He asked me, Kamala Harris has, in the little I've seen of her, she's shown herself to be uh, a fairly tough uh, individual when, um, whether it's a committee hearing on uh, in the Senate or whether it's sitting down across from Mike Pence and debating him. Or how uh, about grilling uh, Brett Kavanaugh? That's what I'm she saying. She wasn't very fair. Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe. She you wasn't. Know, uh, you, you, you play this Brett Kavanaugh harp left and right. Well, that's because you guys got egg all over your face with it and you don't want to admit it. I don't know that they, the Democrats got egg all over their face. Kavanaugh was certified and now he's on the Supreme Court because you have more Democrats than Republicans in the United States Senate. No, you at mean we have more Republicans than Democrats. Okay, that's fine. But at least, you know, you know, at least Kavanaugh got a hearing. You didn't like the hearing. Uh, Merrick Garland, who was jo- who was, uh, And I've Barack said many Obama's, times he should not have been, he well, should have gotten a hearing. That's just, and I'll okay, tell you one thing. If, if Biden doesn't make him his first appointment for a Supreme Court, I don't want to hear his name mentioned ever again. Well, Joe, you know, you, you... Everybody s- says Merrick Garland was so unfairly treated, you would think that the Democratic president would welcome the opportunity to and a guy who was the vice president of the same administration, that he would rush yeah, to get got, him a seat on the Supreme Court. And, okay, well, I'm glad you have laid down your marker, because if Joe and Biden... Merrick Garland is well-qualified yes, for the he office. he is. And, what, and if there's a well-qualified... Uh, Latino transgender and that's female who Ob- out Obama, there. That's who Obama will pick. <laughs> and Obama's <laughs> not the president anymore, Joe. No, I'm sorry. That's who. Uh, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, early sign dementia. dementia. Uh, Cheerfully admit that. Yes, I. More than early signs. Home. I've got some advanced signs uh. of it. But seriously, don't you think that that's who his first pick should be? I hear he's being considered for attorney general. Yes, I've heard that too. Um, I I think he would be a good choice for Attorney General. I guess I don't know a great deal about the man. Uh, Obviously, somebody thought he was uh, qualified to be a Supreme Court justice. Uh, I read up on him at the time. I thought the Republicans made a big mistake in not giving him a fair hearing. Well, or in an up or down vote. Then that uh, bully for you, there is hope. But, yeah, but you, you won't would say the same thing about Brett Kavanaugh. You think he shouldn't have been rejected because you, you might, might not like the way he's going to vote on you Roe know, versus Wade. Uh, or, well, yeah, there is, I I thought uh, Amy Coney Barrett, if that's her name, that's I, her name. You know, the little I knew about her background did not give me a lot of great confidence in the woman uh so yeah i've got some misgivings about that um again you you know you got to take the time to look into these people and uh we'll see one of our emailers says for one thing president trump preferred yes people to serve him clearly shows by the extreme numbers he removed in many cases almost immediately or very shortly after they would contradict him on any topic also to Joe, if Biden selected mainly white men and women, as you seem to think would have been best qualified, as you have complained all morning about every minority pick he would be lambasted by every minority faction in the country. If you remember months back, I stated in my opinion that no person passed 70 for president. I am 77. One more thing you continuously complain about, CBS News on your station. Why do you use them? Other options available. Here, here. No, I don't complain about CBS News. I just don't like their slogan, orig- home of original reporting. It makes it sound like they make stuff up. Yeah. But listen, maybe. I didn't say... 
and I, you know I didn't say that Biden should have picked all white men. I just asked if the, the field was unequal, if the best, absolute best qualified candidate was a white person, why isn't that racial discrimination if you don't pick the best qualified person? And, and failing that, you need to explain the criteria that you used in making the decision because and, and you have me, complained about Donald Trump and his cabinet picks, as you do in your letter there, Dick. You've complained about his picks. You know, don't you want to hold this guy to a higher standard? And to me, to me, Joe, the point is not to pick the best person, because that is impossible. The thing is to pick an outstanding person. And, in the, and, and you do not have... And when you say, when Biden chooses an <coughs> African-American... As in, you know, in a sense, Joe, it's almost racist of you to say that when Biden picks, in this case, an African American, that he has to explain why he chose an African American. That should have nothing no, to do no, with but, it. No, no, but he's made it. He, oh, Steve, you're ignoring his words. He himself, in his in the statement he released yesterday, made it take, takes pride in the fact that he appointed people of color and women, you know. And so, doesn't he owe us some kind of an explanation as to why? Other than the fact that they are colored and they are women, doesn't he owe us some kind of an explanation? All he's saying here is that I picked them because of their color and their sex. That's what he's saying. He's saying I picked. He's saying I picked the most diversified uh, cabinet in history. But diversification isn't necessarily qualification. Except that these are outstanding people. Again, I'm going to go right back to the Secretary of Defense. Are they? Uh, I don't know them. I don't know them well enough to know that they are. Well, I think he, you'll have to read. He up should. On he them, should Joe. have to. He should be selling them to me. Don't you think? No, I don't think so. Because I he's think, complained about Trump no, and all of his people. No, yet he, because, you don't want to hold him to a higher standard. You know, if somebody walks into your store, fine, you can try to sell them something. But if they're not going to even walk into your store, then maybe you don't really work so hard. In the case of, again, I'll try to go back to it if I can possibly say something without being interrupted. The Secretary of Defense, Lloyd. Austin. I have no question about his qualifications. Inter I interrupted the, again. I'm conceding your point. He's well qualified for there the job. And, that's, and that should end it. It does with me. Okay. But I don't know the others. And I don't know when the president-elect releases a statement that makes it sound like the only reason he picked people was because of the color of their skin and their sex. Right. I have a question. And every time Biden has picked people for his cabinet, he has been on if not on TV, he has been on YouTube. Well, let's not start that because he won't even take tough questions. He oh, won't. Dude. He won't. He never calls oh, here on. We he go. never We're calls on here. anybody from Fox here. or anybody who will ask him a question about his son or here anything go going down. on. Here we go down the detour once again, trying no, to get to Monroe Market tough questions. But we're going, that, and that is not even close to what we're talking about. But it, it's how can I question him when he won't take tough questions? Well, how that's can my you, point. Can you get invited to his news conference? No. No, the but there are point. people there representing yes. us in the media. The point I was trying to make is that every time he has introduced members of his cabinet, he has been either on live television or he has been online via YouTube or Facebook, and he has introduced these people, and he has spoken about them in glowing terms, talked about their background. He has introduced them to come up and speak. So but he, he hasn't has made it clear what made them the choice over everybody else. And he doesn't need to. 
Well, I think okay, he does. Okay, what, what color shirt are you wearing this morning? Uh, tan. It's a tan shirt. And, you know, we have been we have been together this morning since about quarter after eight, and I have never once heard you tell me why you chose a tan shirt this morning rather than a blue shirt. Because it goes with the blue jeans I'm wearing. Oh, great. Hey, we've got to take a quick break. Chris, you hang on. We'll get to you after we take our break. You're listening to On the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. Old guns. What about oh, yeah. new old guns? Or old new guns? Or new old new guns? Oh, okay, now I'm just as confused as you are. But the point is, whatever kind of guns you like, the little sportsman shop probably has them. With the area's largest selection, they keep up to date on the newest firearms and accessories and have a used gun section that is always well stocked. And did I mention they have layaway? The little sportsman shop is your headquarters for whatever new or old gun you're looking for. Stop in today on Route 147 outside of Northumberland. The little sportsman shop. They're anything but little. These days, you might not be able to enjoy a movie at the Campus Theater in Lewisburg, but you can support the theater by giving the gift of a memory that will last a lifetime. Visit campustheater.org today and see the limited edition Jaclay print titled It's a Wonderful Life, graciously donated by award-winning local artist Sandy O'Connor. The campus's marquee is pictured bearing the classic holiday film's title, and all sale proceeds benefit the theater. A Jaclay requires that the printer, ink, and paper be carefully matched for an exquisite representation of the original artwork. Supplies are limited, so for all the details, visit campustheater.org. I'm back. Brewers Outlet. Brewers Outlet. Brewers Outlet. Bud 30 packs 16.95. Bud 30 packs 16.95. Bud 30 packs 16.95. Or maybe a Molson 28 pack for just 19.95. Imports, microbrews, soda, snacks, hot sauce, and of course, the pickle bar. Have a friend? Need a present? How about a Brewers Outlet gift card? Merry Christmas to all, and thank you for the many years of patronage. What do you want a da-da-da? What do you want a da-da-da? I have not a da with a da-da-da. We could switch to Progressive da Oh, yeah? We could switch to Progressive and sa. Mm-hmm. We could sa and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressive da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to da-da-da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da-da-da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. The holidays are here. Good thing Ulta Beauty is ready with beautiful last-minute finds. We've got gifts to gush over like palettes from ColourPop, skincare sets from First Aid Beauty, and stocking stuffers from the Ulta Beauty Collection, plus many more of your favorite brands. And spice up any present with an Ulta Beauty gift card so everyone can get in on the shopping fun. Visit us in-store, online, or try curbside pickup today. Let's see the joy all season long. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Neil Kulong and the Steelers, Matt Leon and the Eagles. Today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. Joe McGranahan here with Steve Kushaloff. We have two calls on the line, and we'll start with the one who came in first. Chris, you're on the mark for Milton. Yeah, uh, uh, I think your idea of the best uh, person for the job is uh, kind of foolish. Oh, so we should hire the worst person for the job. Okay. Okay, can I finish a sentence? Sure, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead, Chris. Good luck, Chris. (laughs) You just said my idea was foolish. You haven't finished sentences today. (laughs) Go ahead, Chris. uh, Joe's revved up, I think. But (laughs) you're you're appointing a team, and you want a team you can work with. I agree with that. And you want people... 
you want people who you feel you can work with and he's he's been appointing competent people who have a certain uh an attitude of calmness and 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 not not the real wild wild people he likes people who are very calm and steady and i think that's a that's a major thing and you also need to balance uh a balance of people in your uh in your uh, cabinet, and you want people who uh, your party respects and can work with, and satisfies various uh, sections of your of your party and and of the country. Okay, I and won't. I won't argue that with you. That's I, what he's doing. I won't argue that so with you. A, and what was what was Trump's main? But here's what uh, here, here's what, what one was of the Trump's main. Uh, uh, criteria. Criteria. No, I said I don't think Donald Trump. That could that be. That was that was about the only real thing. But he you're, had. you're turning it around because you're saying that Joe Biden shouldn't be held to a higher standard than the man you have vilified for no, the past four I think years. He has a much higher standard than Trump did. All right, but here's what, one, here's, what, here's what one commentator said. Biden isn't even bothering to try to convince you that he's choosing the most competent people for key jobs. Instead, he's telling you what they look like. Their appearance is all that okay, matters. Okay, that, that was a campaign promise. He ran on that campaign promise. To make it look like America. And, and but yes. America, America includes white people. It includes Republicans. Yes, it has includes white people there. It includes uh, right? Muslims. It includes Catholics, Jews. You know, yes. where, where do you draw the line? I mean, how, how many where, where has he put I, I told you, you, uh, you would choose people you think you can work with who will do a good job and will make a good team. But that wasn't his criteria. His criteria was to make it look like America. No, no, that was just one of his criteria. Right. That was just one of his karate. He never said, I'm only going to choose people who uh, look like what his definition of America. No, he said, he, that, that's, that's totally different. Uh, if they weren't competent, he wasn't going to, he, he didn't say he was going to choose incompetent people, even though just to get that racial, racial mixture. The thing is, and Joe he didn't say he wasn't going to choose people he didn't like and feel like he had good communication with. You know, Mr. McGranahan has been playing either or all morning long. Oh, you and, and he's uh, the, and he downplays this uh, thing that Trump's doing now with martial law as if Trump's not one of the ones pushing it, and then having people like that as his main. Look at that the the clowns that are in his uh, oh clowns oh we're not name calling we're, we got clowns oh well, well look at Powell she's, she's Powell. the one that she's she's there at at at, at the meetings and Michael uh, what's his name Flynn. the guy who Flynn. was uh, he pardoned Flynn. he's there who was who's actually advocated that before before he was pardoned about taking uh, using martial law. Look, I could sit here and discuss martial law that I think it ought to be imposed in this country, but it won't be, and you know darn well it won't be. Nobody would stand for it. But, the American uh, yeah, people and, wouldn't stand and, for it. Uh, what would the American people do? And, so and Trump's would not going up. to be able oh. to overturn the election, but he's trying very hard. <laughs> and that's the point. Look what he's doing now, and you think you were right in voting for him? 
Just think what he'd be like in another four years with a second term. Well, let me put it to you this Jeez. way. In, and you you voted for him. Well, let and me, you have no, well, no... You won't let me stop here for a second and say I something. I will. Okay, I'll uh, stop. I, I would say that the President Trump's behavior at this point gives me pause about having supported him. At last we got it out but of now, you. Listen, now listen, <laughs> I still think his his positions, his policies were the best thing for this country. Well, and I, don't I think, think you're Joe wrong Biden, about well, that. I, know I you think do, the but tax law that he passed was terrible. Hey, Chris, we got to give you the last word because we have two other calls hanging fire. Go ahead. Well, I think you're the one who's using a different standard. No, I think I'm using the same one. But thanks for <laughs> thanks for sharing <laughs> no, your opinion you're not. with me. <laughs> not take even you, close. Take care, buddy. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Tom, you're on the mark from Shemokin. Uh good morning, gentlemen. Uh, uh, Mr. Kushloff, what what do you uh, how do you characterize outstanding? What are the top three qualifications of your person for outstanding? The top three. Outstanding. Well, you know, somebody who has uh, exhibited exhibited a uh, ability to do the job. Uh, somebody who's got the uh, creativity, for lack of a better word, so that as situations arise, uh, they will be able to meet those situations. And let's say somebody who has shown an ability to work effectively with others. Okay, there you go. There's three criteria for outstanding. Okay, so that means race, color, creed, sex uh, are not obviously in your top three, uh, but they are obviously for our uh, president to be. No. The Biden has made it he made it clear that he that one of the things he will be looking for is individuals based on race, color, ethnicity, etc. He wants a cabinet that will look like America. And when I said that Joe has been playing either or all morning, what I meant was Joe has been taking the position that the only thing Biden is looking for is people who will fit uh, into his cabinet based on the color of their skin or their their heritage, etc. It is true that is one of the things Biden is looking for, but that is not the only thing Biden is looking for. Yeah, I understand that, but it is his primary. And if I, in the let's say public or even private sector, but both, were to choose my uh, applicants based on those criteria, I'd often be sued. Yep, you would be. Okay, suppose that you, uh, suppose you're the owner of a company, and um, one of the potential markets for your company is uh, African-American men and women. So now you're looking for a salesman for your particular product. Don't you think that you might pick a salesperson of color to appeal to go into uh, markets of uh, black uh, African-American men and women? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, but, but you're making the person fit the job, not the job fit the person. All right. It's back backwards. If, if my job is to, you know, obviously market something in a black community, yes. An individual of black color would, would fit that. But it, that's not what I, we're, we're looking at. We're looking at, you know, positions, Department of Transportation, Defense, Secretary of State. There's, there's, 
you're, you're not going to show a primary uh, characteristic of race, color, creed, or sex. And again, I'd be sued in most circumstances for all that. Tom, thank you. I'm sorry, we have, we have to take our final break of the day, but I appreciate your comments. Call back again. Thank you, sir. 1-800-795-9565 can't be used right now because we got one caller left, and we have a break to take, and we'll get to that final caller of the day right after these messages. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. News Radio 1070 WKOK and the Alexander Family Dealerships present the true meaning of Christmas. Hi, my name is Kylie and I'm a fourth grade student at Juicy Harm at Elementary. Christmas means spending time with your friends and family. I like to see how happy my family is when they open their presents. Then we play in the snow and play board games. Listen all season for more area students sharing what makes Christmas special in their family. The true meaning of Christmas. Presented by the Alexander Family Dealerships and News Radio 1070 WKOK. Caldwell Banker, Penwin Real Estate. Lisa, when you're ready. Chad, I want to talk about philanthropy today. Philanthropy? I thought you lived and sold homes. Well, yeah, but we also love helping out our community as much as we can. Who do you help? Well, there's the Eastern Union County Supplemental Food Program, Evangelical Community Hospital, Think Big. Okay. Penitent Souls Children's Foundation, First Community Partnership of Pennsylvania, Milton Public Library. Wow. Oh, yeah. And we list and sell homes. Well done. Need help? Ask for me, Lisa Barrick at CobalBankerPen1.com. News Radio 1070 WKOK and Eagle 107 present a Susquehanna Valley Christmas tradition with Talk to Santa. So, Alex, you are decked out for Christmas tonight. You need to tell Emma what you're wearing. I'm wearing a shirt that's blue, black, and red, and I'm wearing gray and blue and red shoes. Well, Emma. Yes, Santa Claus! I think it's time we give Alex Lucas a great big gold star. Merry Christmas, Alex. You can also experience the magic online with our video stream of the award-winning program. Visit WKOK.com and Eagle107.com for the link. Tune in each weeknight at 6 for Talk to Santa on News Radio 1070 WKOK and Eagle 107. Welcome back to On the Mark. Joe McGran and Steve Kushaloff and our producer Rob Center rounding things out with Cindy. You're on the mark, Cindy. First things first, Merry Christmas to you both and to all the listeners. Regardless yeah. of what your thinking is, I wish you a joyous, family-filled season. Now, I, I just like want to say that I support uh, Mr. Biden's selection of uh, Deb Hallahan to head the Department of the Interior. 
It's a part of the Department of the Interior, of course, we all know, is the Bureau of Indian Affairs. Right. And it's long overdue that a Native American be in charge of what happens to the Native Americans in this country. So I wholeheartedly support his selection of her. I hope they approve her in record time and let her get to work addressing the many problems that And believe America. it or not, I do too, because she quoted and ac- accurately quoted a former Interior Secretary who said with respect to Native Americans, he either wanted to civilize them or eliminate them. But let me ask, you, <laughs> let me ask Joe a question. Do, Joe, don't you think there are, let's, uh, let's say, white men out there who know as much about... I'm in, sure there are, but I, I'm not saying... No, there aren't, because this is an example, pardon my use of this analogy, where you need to have walked in those moccasins. And, and that's a famous saying. I'm yes. not just picking, and, picking see, it to hey, be I, uh, a bigot. I but agree. No, and, you know, I heard yesterday there was some criticism of the physician who was put in charge of the housing department, who grew up in public housing. What could be a better qualification for knowing the challenges of that situation than someone who endured it? And yet Steve argued against that. A Native American who lives out in the West, she knows what many of the problems Native Americans face because she faced them, because she's dealt with them, because her family deals with them, and that makes her highly qualified to do it. And we've had white men running that agency and destroying those people for the last 200 years, and it has to Stop. But the Merry uh, Christmas, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Well, well, you know, Cindy left a little abruptly, but the simple fact is there is more to the Department of the Interior than the Department of Indian Affairs. You know, so uh, I but don't know, know that she's I, best qualified. I agree with her selection. I absolutely do, because I think it's time that somebody who understands those particular par- that particular part of the job gets a chance to do in, it. In my opinion, Cindy absolutely underscored the point that I've been trying to make all morning. You want somebody in the Interior Department, and if you want someone to deal with Native American affairs, then let's choose somebody who has actually done that. Uh, hey, then why not choose somebody for Transportation Secretary who actually has some experience in transportation? Okay. You can't argue out of both sides of your mouth, no, Steve. No, I'm not, and I'm sure Pete Buttigieg has driven a car, Joe, as so have, have I. you. Yeah, then, right. then maybe you should be the Secretary of Transportation. I, I bet I could do at least as credible a job as he'll do. You know, I said yesterday, I thought uh, your Chamber of Commerce experience. Well, in chairing the Susquehanna Valley Thruway Task Force. I've there been involved in transportation projects, and I chair the Chamber's Transportation Committee. And Maybe the president write to him and tell him to point me instead of Buttigieg. Hey, Stephen, I'll be back tomorrow on On the Mark, WKOK Sunbury.